Whether it's guys looking for double Ds or girls looking to get the D, it all goes down in the big D. Join Asheville and Maddie as they dish on Dallas. What is up, everybody? This is Dallas Dating Diaries. I'm Maddie. We got Ashmo. Hey, guys. What is up, Ashmo? How's it going? Life is so good. It has been really good, hasn't it? Well, the last episode, we talked about how we were going to have an amazing guest, Slick Willie. He was going to come and he was going to talk to us about probably one of the most amazing dating sagas, really, not even a story. It's a saga. Uh, But unfortunately for us, Slick Willie is uh, down in Miami on a yacht, surrounded by probably several beautiful women, and uh, he is unable to attend uh, the podcast. So hopefully in a future episode, we'll be able to get him back on. Uh, working with his publicist, it was just, it was very challenging. I don't blame him, though. If if I was on a yacht in Miami with hot chicks, yeah, I wouldn't fly back to Dallas either. I mean, Slick Willie's life is really, it's like a, it's like a rap music video. And he's so unassuming. If you ever see him on the street, you would never know the life he leads. But he he truly is a rock star amongst us all. He really is. He's like, he's a vault. If only the walls of his house could talk. It's one of those, when you meet people, you have this thought go through your mind of, I wonder who they're going to marry or what is their wedding going to be like, right? And he is one of those people that I interact with on a daily basis where that thought crosses my mind of who who eventually is going to get the ring from Slick Willie. So it's more to come and hopefully you can all get to meet Slick Willie at some point, but unfortunately we couldn't get him today. But we did talk about what, you know, Halloween is upon us, right? It's two, two and a half weeks away. Mm -hmm. It's been October and we're going to talk about ghosts, right? We've all been ghosted. We've all ghosted, probably. We're going to talk about some dating horror stories. And we're also going to talk about haunting. Because uh, I think guys, I think fuckboys are really like, they've perfected the art of haunting. But it sounds like maybe you've got a little bit of experience with haunting as well. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that later in the show. Yeah. Uh, but let's follow up on last, last episode. Is this the, the love of your life? Oh, Fester. Oh. I've dropped the uncle. Come back, Fester. <laughs> well, since then, my so, so Maddie, you and I were talking about how we are Z-list celebrities now here in Dallas. Right. I think and, we're moving up to Y. All right. This week, we will graduate uh, to Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I've had people approach me in bars. We all know that I go well, to lounge. that happens all the time, Ashma. I don't. <laughs> Thank you. But we all know that, you know, my Thursday night spot is Lounge 31 and, you know, Park House is the local jam. Yeah, we need to talk. So so two things, right? On the Lounge 31, yeah. not to interrupt your story, but you and I had like an amazing kind of rendezvous. Like I was out on a date at Lounge 31. You ended up showing up and it was uh, it was a great time. That was a fun night. <laughs> tell us tell us what you observed, Maddie. Well, uh, so F45 was with you, and that was interesting. So that added a whole new dynamic to the situation. Um, but I, I got to see you in your natural habitat, which was fantastic. You were just working the room, and all those guys were just 
fallen, fallen for you left I'm, and right. I'm the luckiest girl in the world. I, you know, get glasses of champagne bought for me and am meeting so many new friends out in the wild. As I say, I'm completely off all of the apps right now. Really? I am. You've gone cold turkey on the dating just, apps. It was the same conversation. It was like Groundhog's Day. You know, how are you? I'm always great. My life is amazing. Um, so yeah, I've totally wiped myself off of all the apps and I am meeting people here in Dallas in all of these hot spots and just enjoying myself. So what's up everybody? Look at you yeah. living the dream, meeting people the old fashioned way. Truly, truly go figure yeah. waking up every Friday morning with like five new dudes in my phone. Yeah. Well, luckily it's in your phone and not like five new dudes in your bed. Cause that'd be... <laughs> No, I will share a story with you that. Okay. So two things. So the number one thing that people ask me when they approach me out and about is they want to see what Fester looks like uh-huh. in real life. And I respect him enough to not show anyone his photo. You're so kind. <laughs> yeah. You showed well, me the photo. I showed you the photo. I, thought, I didn't think he'd look that bad. I thought. Did I show you his photo pre veneers or post veneers? He wasn't veneers? smiling in the photo. Okay, if he was smiling. I mean, the way you described it, though, you made him sound like a gremlin. And, I mean, he, I mean, he's not a smoke show by any stretch, but he wasn't terrible. So, fair. Totally I fair. I mean, I don't know. I'm probably not the best guy to, I'm a guy, so I don't, maybe women have a different perspective. I mean, I, I admire other women for their beauty, so okay. maybe a man can as well. Right. But since uh, being ghosted by the gremlin known as Fester, I have found out a little bit of information about he and his life. And I so heard. Are you stalking? No, okay. I'm not stalking. Okay. Although we live down the street from one another. Okay. Uh, my dear friend who set us up. I want to see you on Dateline or something. Okay. Promise me. I don't want to see an episode <laughs> of like snapped or something. I would never stalk somebody. Okay. I have way too many things to do in my day. Okay. But I was told a story by the husband of my girlfriend who was introducing us that fester the night that we went to the Charles was, was like, you know, had a dick measuring contest with my good friend who had just bought brought his new Porsche to the wine club and he and Fester were both comparing their Porsches and made a comment that Fester has fit five strippers in his Porsche. Wow. And so uh, maybe not as good of a guy as I thought he was. Right. Yeah. I mean, only five. (laughs) Yeah. That's, those are rookie numbers. You got to pump those numbers up. (laughs) Honestly, you got like seven max. Dude, you had a sunroof. Yeah. Like slick Willie's got at least nine strippers in his Porsche. No doubt about it. thousand percent. Plus is a really cute dog in there. So it looks like you, you, um, maybe, uh, missed, missed a bullet on that one. And well, so for those that, you know, um, watch the videos, I'm, I'm wearing some of our merch, right? I'm wearing the Dallas Dating Diaries slacker shirt or what? No, shacker shirt, the shacker shirt. So that that's the, the, the shirt that gets stolen from the gal or, or I guess the guy the next day as they do the walk of shame or, um, I do the pride of like the, there's no like shame. It's It's a trophy. Yeah, exactly. It's the walk of pride. Because, you know, Q, Akon, I just had sex, right? So, <laughs> but when I'm wearing this shirt, people do come up to me as well and they, they ask me questions about it. And then um, one of the things they've said uh, about your uh, dating life is that you maybe fall, fall too fast mm-hmm. for the ugly ones. I do fall too fast. I get so caught up and excited and 
if, if they listen to rap music, it's like they hook me. Mm-hmm. So I am mindfully slowing down. And as you say, Maddie, cruising. Cruising. Well, and you mentioned it earlier. So Park House, I have never been to Park House. I didn't even realize what Park House was until probably, I don't know, the summer this year. Yeah. So I'm like way, I'm not in the cool loop anymore. <laughs> but every weekend I pull up Instagram and I'm looking at the stories and all of my friends, all of your friends, like everybody is at Park House. So apparently at some moment, Park House became the spot. And I don't know, I don't even know what it's like, like Lounge 31 I've been, so I understand kind of the dynamics. What's the dynamic of like men to women ratio? Is it like a hunting ground or is it more like a chill vibe? What is that like? It's basically the the little brother to Dallas Country Club. So Dallas Country Club is extremely difficult to get into and it's riddled with older people. So imagine millennials, singles and married people who you know, pay a membership fee to get into a social house. And it's a really cool vibe up there. I mean, it's hard to get in. You have to be accepted. But imagine like there's a restaurant, but there's like lounge areas with a DJ and TVs. It's a great spot to watch football or grab you know, a glass of champagne mm-hmm. on the terrace. And uh, in non-COVID times, mingle and flirt right now it's a little bit limited right but i really like it well i i need to i need to go i'm having serious fomo and um for those that are listening park house uh included we have a lot of non-sponsors we'd like to add you to that list of non-sponsors with uh, radisson olive garden chilies and park house now please sponsor us and nick uh, and sam's well nick and sam's too old faithful nick and sam's it's been a while i need to go back well, so shifting to kind of the the ghouls and goblins and gremlins and horror stories, uh, you know, I think when you talk about horror stories for dating, that's kind of a dangerous term because I know that could kind of go sideways really quick if you ask somebody that. So when I was out and about, I was kind of asking, I wasn't asking the question of, you know, tell me a horror story because it's usually um, like in our DMs, we got stories of like, oh, this guy picked me up from my house on our first date and I was kind of captive from him and I couldn't escape, you know, so then it like gets kind of like, I don't want to talk about that. Um, But what I want to talk about today is a couple things, ghost stories and then horror stories. I've got this one that uh, a listener gave us that's insane. And I was telling you about this before we went on today and your eyes were just bulging because it was insane. And then we'll talk uh, about haunting. So for ghost stories, I talked about her, uh, I think on episode one was the Mm -hmm. tech exec. And so, you know, it, it was fast and, and furious and then it was gone. And the reason why it ended was because she ghosted me. And here's the story behind it. We were on our last date. And as we were on that date, she was kind of proudly talking about how she had been on dates with this other guy and she just ghosted him. And eventually she just started to kind of haunt him a little bit where she'd like, send him a text randomly every couple of months. Like a phishing text? Right, yeah, to get him to kind of like just jump right back in and then she'd just be kind of messing around with him. She wasn't really interested. But she was like proudly telling me how... Yeah, she was proudly telling me how great of the story it was to ghost this guy and like twist his feelings and, you know, just play with him. And then like that night, um, you know, I dropped her off and she texted me right after the date and she's like, Hey, are you not feeling it? And I'm, and I already told you, like I'd seen her Instagram and she had like 700 guys. So I kind of was already not really into it, but I I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm interested in going on another date and that's it. 
I haven't heard from her. So it's a crazy story for me because I was on the date with her and a majority of the date was her talking about how she ghosts guys. And now I have been added into that, you know, hall She's of fame. She's a total narcissist. Like what, yeah. what respectable woman. Okay. I think there's a difference between guys and men and girls and women and no respectable woman is going to speak about another man she's dating in front of a man she is currently dating. I think that's really low class. Yeah, and, and that's for me on a dating front. If you go on a date with somebody and they immediately start talking about things like that, like, I mean, if they you know, have a conversation about an ex a couple of, like, multiple dates in, that's mm -hmm. different because you're just understanding who they are as a person. But yeah. when you start comparing and bringing up Things like that, it's already a red flag. Totally. Right? But yeah, so it ended up in, the, in a ghost. And it was like, I remember texting. I was like, a couple of days later, I was like, hey, I know you're ghosting me with the emoji. <laughs> um, don't understand why, but I get it. This is who you are. You described it in detail to me on our mm -hmm. last date. This is how you, this was your MO. So um, enjoyed it. Peace out. Right. Do you, are you still connected with her on social media? I think she follows me. I like, I, I unfollowed her and. I think every once in a while, like, she'll watch stories, but that's only, like, because I don't really go in and, like, zoom through all my stories. Yeah. Like, oh, who's who's looking at my stories? But I will say, I am getting stalked by somebody on my Insta stories. Do I know this person? I don't I don't know anybody knows this person. So the the username, and I'll tell, tell it to you off the air, but it, there's no picture, right? It's just the little... No followers? No, well, no followers, but following. So this oh. person follows, like... I don't know, 60 people, but it's, always f watches my stories. This is so weird. So on Thursday night, I went out and I was at park, I was at park house and then I went to lounge and some after hours spot and I met this doctor and, and I gave him my phone number and then he called me on Sunday. I was at Moxie's watching football and he called me and he asked if I bought my new car he, he, the same was like, looked me up because he saw my stories that I was car shopping. Well, it's not too bad, I guess, but like, it, you know, yeah, but we're not connected. Yeah. I think that's strange. I think it's to connect and then, but yeah. So that's kind of like my ooh, moment. So my, so should I block her? I don't, or him or what's well, the name seems well, like it's a female, but maybe I can help you crack the code. FBI has got nothing on Ash. Cause I, if I follow, if I like request to follow, then they may vanish. So I'm like, how do I? So, is this the same person who's mailing you t-shirts? No, that, I think that person's gone now. Okay. Yeah. They had good taste in shirts. They did. They did. So the the most like notable ghost that I've been through, let's call him Mick Dreamy because oh my gosh, he is the hottest man I've ever gone out with in Dallas. Like I know I met a 10 at the Ritz Gala and had a, a, a romp with him, but Mick Dreamy is like everything. Mm -hmm. Like if you were to go to the Hermes store and just pick out a hot man for me, like it would be McDreamy. Wow. And we went out on one day. We got like cocktails at Bouillon and then we had dinner at Alice and he didn't sleep over. You know, we really didn't do anything and we had made plans to to go to brunch the next day and he's like, I'll pick you up at eleven o'clock. No showed, no called. I I called him and then, you know, I moved on because I, you know, I got stood up. And then about a year later, he did the same thing to me. He sent me like the phishing text. 
And uh, he, like every two months, he'll basically like tap me now. And because of my pride is like standing in the way, like I really want to go out with him again. Mm-hmm. But because but again, did you? I mean, I mean, I only went out with him one time, he and then he ghosted me. Right? Yeah. He stood me up. That's not cool. Which is worse than ghosting. Right. Like ghosting is like you're texting and there's no committed plans, but like you have a committed plan. But then, then he'll then like vanish. pop back in my text messages and then ghost me for like two months. Is he married? No, I've looked him up. Okay. He lives like five blocks from me. Why, why do all these guys live so close to you? Because I live in Uptown. Fester's a few <laughs> blocks away. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But I actually considered today like calling him and being like, McDreamy. Is this going to happen or not? Are we getting married? Just or walk not? down the street, just like in the what the say anything movie with John Cusack. I know a lot of that's, that reference is going to go over so many people's heads. I don't know. But it. Like, Tell me. It. So he's like, it's the meme where he's like standing above, like outside the house in front of a car with like a boombox, and he's playing like their their song to like win her back. Our song would be BMF. Well, there you go. Blowing money fast. Yeah. So we connected on it. So you should get like a. It wouldn't be a boombox anymore. I guess it'd be like a. JBL. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Get like a, go out and just like stand in front of his place. McDreamy. Yeah. Come back. Yeah. We should, you should do that. I'm going to call him this weekend. Do it. Just for giggles. Just I invite him like real time to Park House. I mean, I would love to see him at a Park House. Do it. Okay. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Follow up for next episode. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, ghosting, you know, it's not even, it's not even, it's just annoying. Right. The ghosting, I, if you just send and I've, and I've ghosted too, so I'm not, you know, I'm not, not guilty of it, but also like, as I've gotten older, I just feel like you just send a text and you're just like, Hey, you know, I'm not into, I'm it. not into it. It's probably me. It's not you. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes it is you, but you, then you say it a little bit differently, but you just don't waste people's time. Cause people kind of are sitting around waiting, like hoping maybe making wedding plans for you, fitting oh you for their wedding dress exactly i always honor people with the truth even if i know it's going to sting i know that they're not going to be wondering what if Mm -hmm. every time yeah i I mean i wish more people would would follow suit i think it's just it's hard to be honest right i mean like it's hard to say to somebody how you feel like when you start catching feels you're you start going through that dialogue of like well do i tell them how i feel if if i tell them how i feel then they're going to think um I'm going too fast. So people just kind of hold back on how they feel. And I would say for everyone listening, if you've got that guy or that gal and it's uh, you're a couple dates in, we're going to talk in the next episode about kind of the timeline, right? Mm -hmm. The define the relationship. And, and I've got a bit of a, um, actually have like a methodology that I have followed to the T like super close. I know a lot of people are like, you know, by the first date, should we kiss by the third date? Should we hold hands or, you know, all of that. I actually have kind of a, by the, by the fifth date, this is kind of the, not, not sexually or whatever, but like by the fifth date, I want you to meet my friends and we'll talk more about that. But I think just do it, go and tell that person how you feel. Like I have been extremely straightforward with, with the men that I'm dating exactly where I'm at right now and what my intentions are. Um, and if truly I'm interested in whatever I'm interested in them for, whether it's just having fun or actually see viability between us. Mm-hmm. I'm good. That's what you should do. Just be honest. Yeah. Cause it's, you're not wasting anybody's time. That's far. Well then, you know, the, the ghosting is, um, is one thing, but then the horror stories, right? Sticking with the Halloween theme. Uh, I was talking to a listener 
and they, as we've seen, have been really open. I know that you've, uh, the, the Dear Diaries, as we're out and about, and we start meeting people, are going to share real time some of their stories. And so this was before you announced that uh, on, on Instagram, and we were talking, and she was describing, not for her, but for her um, current partner, his ex and the situation that he had gone through. And it was one of those moments where time kind of stops and you're just, you're just so enthralled by what you're hearing. And so the story goes like this. And again, this is all alleged and I don't know, you know, but if it's, if it's all a lie, then this, you know, kudos to, to them for telling an amazing story. Right. So this, the story goes that this, uh, this man was, um, he wasn't seeing her. He was just, there was this infatuation this woman had for Mm -hmm. this guy because apparently he was a stallion and, she was in, I believe, the medical industry, and she was slowly saving up her blood, slowly, and like keeping like in it, an IV bag. Yeah, like an IV bag or something. I, I would assume that's. I've never saved my own blood, so I don't know. But she was doing this, and I guess eventually she had a bag full of her own blood, and either she shot her shot or he told her, "I'm out." I didn't get all the details because I was, you know, yeah. it was just a really quick story. But basically, the the gist of the story is that she covered his car with this bag of her blood and then called the police and said that he tried to murder her. <laughs> so this guy, I, I, I believe this guy actually got, like, arrested and, like, it was the whole thing of apparently he, he was acquitted and, you know, allegedly. And this person was, um, I guess arrested for, I don't even know what crime that is. Falsifying a homicide. Yeah, I, I have no idea, but being a stalker also yeah, probably, 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 but I just was like, that is insane. I've never had, I've never, my, my biggest horror story personally was I was on a, I was on a date. This was years ago. I was on a pizza date. And as I was talking to um, the date, it was a fine, it was like a regular date. And at the end of the date, the checks, check comes and I go to reach for the check and she reaches across the table and she goes, hey, real quick, before anything else happens tonight, there's something I have to tell you. And we've all been like that. Nothing ever is good after like somebody says there's something I need to tell you, <laughs> right? Never. So I kind of like lean back and I'm like, uh, okay. And Hey, it was a first date, so I didn't expect anything going on she the rest of the night. You. Yeah. And then she proceeds to tell me that, you know, she has an STD. Which, going back to the honesty thing, like, well, that's appreciated. But then, like, I'm trying to, like, wrap it up. And she's, like, going on and she's just word vomiting, like, all the things that she's got. Like, she had multiple STDs. Oh, and it's just, it's on and on and on. And I'm like, get me out of here. I gotta <laughs> go. I'm dying. <laughs> so that was, like, the only crazy horror story I've ever heard. But... That one um, that I heard just really takes the cake. It was insane. Well, that's like, that's scary. Yeah. People, we had talked about how people don't handle rejection well. Mm -hmm. That's taking it to a whole new level. So my horror story is I went out on several dates with this man. Let's call him Dateline. And we had met on like Bumble or something. And he was a very accomplished author uh, from Louisiana. And he was... He was a published author under an alias. And I was always really curious so why. He had a pen name. Yeah, yeah, he had a pen name. And I was curious why. Like, 
I'm, I guess I have a pen name. It's Ashmo. Right. But, and so we were, we're at like on our fifth date and part of like my litmus test is we need to, you know, get through one trip, one weekend away successfully before I'm like truly considering committing to you. Mm-hmm. Again, we'll get to defining the relationship. And it was about our fifth date and we were supposed to go to Austin for something to do with his work. And he had said, same as the STD check, he was like, well, you know, before we go on this trip, I need to share something with you. And he had sent me a news article about him and how about 10 years prior in Louisiana, he was caught up in an underage sexting. So basically he was like instant messaging through social media of some platform, I can't recall, with an, a note, he knew the woman, you know, quote unquote, was underage on the other side, like age 16 or 17. And they had arranged to, to meet up somewhere. In a, it was, but it was a sting. It was a sting. Uh-oh. And they followed Uh-oh. him like, and they had him like on text and like confirming, you know, his ETA. And so when he pulled into the parking lot, it was like this huge operation. He was arrested and he came from a very affluent family in Louisiana who lawyered up and right. got Saved him, him the a little bit. lowest charge. But he, he basically, he was like, I'm a registered sex offender and I need oh you to know God. this. Oh no. And he's like, so I just, I just want to make you aware of this before we, we go out of town together. And I was like, I can't do it. There's no way I could explain to my family. Yeah. That's crazy. That's sad. I mean, I mean, good for him for being honest. Again, honesty, but, and, you know, living with, you know, the ghosts of, right. you know, of the past, but whatever it is. You're like driving by a school <laughs> and you like go to stop and he's like, Hey, could you keep driving? I need to be like a thousand feet away from this place. Yeah. Why? What's wrong? Nothing, nothing. Just drive, just drive, please. Totally. I mean, he was really cute. I mean, I read, you know, a lot of his stuff and he was you know, very well written, but there's just no way I could get over that. Well, I don't blame you. Mm-mm. So then, then it leads us to kind of the, the, the last part of this Halloween themed dating is haunting. Mm-hmm. And for those listening, uh, I think we've all been haunted. I think we've haunted people, right? And this is the, um, fuck boys are really good at this where you're, you don't talk to somebody, you go somebody for a while and you're maybe following them on social media and you see that they're starting to date somebody, Right. Or something's going on. Mm-hmm. And so you send that fishing like, hey, just thinking about you. <laughs> just uh, here's an A-frame cottage. <laughs> Shout out to the dentist who's being like the greatest haunter of all time. And you, you, you know, these people like kind of forget about you. Right. It's been like months and, and or years. And all of a sudden, like your phone buzzes and you look down and there's the name of this person. And it's like the emotions all come rushing back and you're like, oh, maybe they do want me now. Right. And you're just, and then they vanish again. They just haunt you. I think I am being haunted and haunting the same person. Okay. So I went on a date like a year and a half ago with, let's call him Bowen House because our first date was at the Bowen House Mm -hmm. and he showed up blacked out to our first date. He had been day drinking. It's not a good start. No, it was, it was such a mess. And so we, we had a drink and I ordered some, some food for him because he was. Here's some French fries <laughs> and water. Yeah. And then I, I put him in an Uber unknowing that the Uber driver was deaf. 
And <laughs> this is such a messed up story. And so I, I sent him home in an Uber, but because he was so blacked out and the Uber driver was deaf, it was just the makings of such a disaster. That sounds great. It literally sounds like a Will Ferrell comedy in the making. Basically. And so he ended up calling me the next day and profusely apologizing. He was so embarrassed. He took me to a Stars game that week, and mm. we ended up going out on a handful of dates. But then I got into a relationship, and I think he was dating someone else also. We live one block away from each other, mind you. Right now. Right now. Oh, my gosh. And so. Your neighborhood is so scary. <laughs> I know. I can see You need to move. Townhouse. Move. Get out of there. And so we mutually haunt one another. Like I'll post something on social media and he'll send me like a flame and then he'll post something and then I'll like slide into his text and be like, what are you doing tonight? The flame is, <laughs> I, I saw a meme about this the other day. That is like the ultimate haunting is it's just so, it, it's so lazy. It's like the laziest DM slide of all time. For sure. He's just the, the, the fire emoji. And at first when that came out, like you would send that and someone would respond, oh, thanks. And now you just get like, you send the fire emoji and then they, they double tap and give you the heart. <laughs> and it's just like, it ends. It's yeah. just like you had a yeah. full on DM slide conversation in, in two things and it's over. And yeah. that's, that's how a lot of haunting goes, right? Well, we mutually haunt one another, but I at least shot my shot on, was it Saturday night? I was like, hey, do you want to grab a glass of wine? And it happened. So you did, you went, you went out with him. How'd that go? So we're going to continue to haunt one another for the oh. next 300 years of our lives. So nothing, no sparks. I think there are sparks, but I don't think he and I are ready to, to really date one another. Right. Well, to be continued. I mean, it sounds like with your neighborhood, uh, you just need to, we need to have a block party. Oh, Maddie, I can't go anywhere without running into you, someone. Uh, that's true. That is true. Walk into any bar. But, but I mean, just your neighborhood, like if we had like a barbecue, like a, a bake sale or something in your neighborhood, I mean, someone like, would definitely come and buy my muffins, like all the boys <gasps> to your yard, like yeah. your milkshake for sure. <laughs> just within five blocks. That's insane. I don't live. I, I live like at least 15 miles from the nearest person that I've ever gone on a date with. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is great. I, like I, for I, a while, like, so I was going, so like I'm huge into to fitness because mm -hmm. I'm trying to like be like super sexy. Um, You're looking like a smoke. And friend. I'm trying, I'm trying. So I, I do F45 a lot. And so there was a, an individual that um, was the F45 and it was, it was, uh, you know, we just mutually just, well, maybe not mutually. I, that, I was, was like, not no, it wasn't mutual. I was like, I'm. <laughs> I'm not feeling it. Right. And so I was trying to be really nice about it and, um, a great person. Like it's one of those things, right. Where it's just like, you know, you're great. I'm not into it and I'm not, I'm not going to haunt you or ghost you or give you horror stories, you know, high five, let's be friends. And, um, she was, she just kept coming to F45 mm -hmm. to the same one. And it was like, do you remember back in like high school mm -hmm. when you would like have someone in class that you were dating and then you like broke up? you dated for like two days and there was like a, a period of time where it was really awkward and that was that was how it was for me so I, so that not living near people you know is, is quite grand given the proximity that I got to encounter before was not not advised 
Maybe I need to move to the burbs because I just keep running into landmines. I can't. Do it. I can't. Everywhere. I was, so I was I was I was talking to uh, to Cash Money about the mm-hmm. burbs just recently, and I was like, I, I I'm I'm out. You know, it wasn't like uh, I I just cannot move into the burbs. So I, it doesn't matter if you're like Jennifer Aniston mm-hmm. with like fifty million dollars. And the one requirement is I have to move to Plano or McKinney or Prosper. I can't do it. I'd be more likely to date someone again in New York than to date someone in Plano. I have a radius. I live in Uptown. Yeah. And I really won't date anyone north of. Five blocks from you. Northwest Highway. (laughs) You just have a radius. Five blocks. (laughs) It's like Uptown, Highland Park Village, and back. That's it. Well, I mean, that's not a bad dating pool. It's, I mean, it, it's like shooting fish in a barrel, Matt. Yeah. I know. I've seen it. It's, it's mesmerizing. <laughs> it, it, it's like watching Michael Jordan in game six, watching you at lounge 31. I really appreciate that. No, I'm great. just doing, I'm just being me. Well, keep it up because it's you. working. Well, so that's, um, that's kind of what we've got today for Dallas Dane Diaries talking about ghosting and horror stories and haunting. And I know all of us and all of you that are listening, squad, you've gone through similar things. And so always interested to hear your stories. We're going to be out and about during the fall. And we're going to be hitting some of the spots like Park House and Nick and Sam's. And we're going to be out. And some of us, sometimes we'll be wearing our shirts. Sometimes we won't. The beautiful blonde woman will most likely be Ashmo. Um, and if she's getting any kind of sushi or anything fed into her <laughs> mouth by an old man, it's definitely Ashmo. So you should go up to her and say, howdy. And we want to we wanna feature you on our stories. And yeah. you tell us the crazy things that you've got. So for, uh, for next episode, right, uh, I was thinking we talk about two of my favorite topics. One being the catfish. I've got some amazing catfish. I have been catfished probably three or four times, mainly because when I first started using the apps, I, I, I'm not a complete jerk. So when I saw the photo of the face, the close up of the face, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, she, she's attractive. But I never thought to myself, like, let me zoom out okay. and see the, the full picture. And I know that there are guys that will literally mm-hmm. ask women to send a full body pic before. For sure. And I always thought that was like kind of a dick move. But some of these catfishing stories really changed my perception of that, hundred percent. So we'll talk. We'll talk more about. I want to hear about that. I've never been catfished. It's terrifying. I'm so excited. Ter- I was I was catfished so many times in a row that when I actually got went on a date with someone that I found extremely attractive, I literally sat across the street and waited for that person to walk in. And like, I called them just to make sure like that, that was the person. It was that, like I had been through so many like kind of traumatic fishing stories. I didn't believe that it was like a really, a pretty girl that would actually go out with me again. So, but more to come on that. And then the other one is um, the, when I was growing up in high school, we had like our counselors would call like define the relationship. Right. So like exclusivity, what are we? And you talked about, you know, am I into it just for fun Mm -hmm. or am I into it for something more serious? So we're going to talk about that and kind of our approaches on how we do it. You just talked about, you know, I, there's a trip involved and I think you and I are aligned on that. that There is a trip that needs to be involved because you, the red flags come out real fast on a trip. You can't hide anything. You can play house for one night, but 
if you're in a car for four hours yeah. or on a flight, if they you know have a fake passport, you're going to find out really quick. Yeah, or they're not allowed around schools. Oh, gross, Dateline, <laughs> don't come near me. I love the Dateline, that's great. So yeah, we're going to talk a, a, a little bit more about that. So, uh, But with that, that's all we got here um, th- this time on Dallas Dating Diaries. So thank you again. Follow us on uh, social media. We're out there. We're on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're on uh, Apple, iTunes, and Spotify. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. Give us your rating, and it sounded like we had a couple of um, reviews. We had we had a handful of reviews. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are giving us feedback yeah. out in the wild. So come up to us and say hi, and tell us what you think and what you want to hear more about too. Yeah, because we're we're doing this. You know, as much like selfishly, it's fun to tell these stories, but you know, hopefully, there's like one person that hears the stories and they're like, "Yeah, I am going to be raw and honest with." Fester. Yeah, I'm going to give the ugly guy a shot. Yeah, and I, I am going to only have a five-block radius search on all my dating apps because of what I heard on the show. So with that, everyone, we thank you for uh, you know listening, and uh, we look forward to next episode. So thanks for everything. Bye, guys.